Ooh, right? All righty. Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. We just took a Jericho missile into the time vortex, which um, might be a thing in the quantum realm, because I actually should have just said quantum realm. So we could travel back in time to rewatch the entire Infinity Saga. I almost said in fire, but I didn't. From Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home, one marvelous minute at a time. I'm rushing through this because I want to get to know what Richard has to say about Iron Man Minute 73. What happened, sir? Uh, so Christine Eberhardt comes up to him with some hostility, some underlying hostility. And she's like, you have a lot of nerve showing up here. And he's like, oh, God, what do I do? Simmer. (laughs) Right. Right. And he's like, oh, God, she's mad at me. She's she's mad at me for for kicking her out of my place. I was out of town for a few months. Right. And she's (laughs) like, what are what do you have to say about these atrocities of blah, blah, blah. And he's (laughs) and he says. Yeah, they just uh, put my name on the invitation. I don't know what to tell you about. <laughs> right. Right. And uh, so he he's like, he kind of he doesn't know what happened yet. Um, hang on. How did we get to the point with the pictures? She shows him the pictures. Before that, though, he was like, she was really. Is this what you call was, accountability? Yes. Is this what you call accountability? She's really needling him to, to like say something about these recent developments that he has no clue about. Sorry, I jumped over one thing. She said, I actually almost bought it hook, line, and sinker. Because so, he had had that whole conversation outside of Caesar's Palace being like, Merchant of Death is pretty dope, but also I'm not quite all... I'm not all... <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, he's like, Merchant of Death's pretty dope, but just so you know, I'm more than just a Merchant of Death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I've got some telecrops at home I could show you. (laughs) (laughs) And she's saying she almost believed in him as a person, but now this happened. Yeah, probably probably more thanks to the press conference that he held once he got back and less about his bullshit that he fed her Mm -hmm. outside of Caesar's Palace. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it. Right. And so he's uh, he's like, in case you haven't noticed, I've been out of town for a few months, blah, blah, blah. He's been working on the suit for probably about a month, I'd say. Right. Probably. Yeah, why not? I mean, they, the news broadcast said he's been bedridden for weeks. Yes. So it's been at least three weeks. Technic just bare bones. Well, I mean, I guess technically two weeks could have been weeks. But since he got back, it's been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least two weeks, technically, but it's probably been a month at least. Mm-hmm. So uh, finally, after he gets his point across that he doesn't know what she's talking about, she pulls out the pictures and he, she's like, have you ever heard of a town called Golmira? Which is where his good friend Jensen was from. That was his village. Yeah, and it's got a lot of armed guards and Stark Industries weapons, which, mm. come on, take the fucking branding off. Right. Like, no, you have to have it on the box. Yeah. I understand it might be hard to sand down every weapon, but you're still putting it in a nice Amazon box or Apple box. Like, yeah, I know Apple's really proud of its packaging, but just fucking sh- Take the logo off. Yes, and he's going through the pictures. uh, Some of the village is destroyed, just rubble. Wait, before I move on, I gotta say, Obadiah Stane can't afford to be this naive. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Yeah, a lot of rubble. And so... It doesn't look... (sighs) Now that I'm thinking about it more, I'm thinking maybe it was such a nice place when Yinsen was captured, Mm -hmm. and now we're seeing what it's turned into thanks to all the kind of ten rings doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. How that might be an after picture, mm-hmm. you know? Like if even if he did have family to go home to, his home wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. And um, 
he asks her, when were these taken? <clears throat> she says yesterday. And he's thumbing through, thumbing through, and he approaches Obadiah Stane, pretty hard line. Hey, what are these? Are, are we, you know, we had a line. You said this is the line and we don't cross it, but are we double dealing under the table? And Obadiah, not even denying it, you can't be this naive. Yeah, you can't afford to be this naive. And uh, we pretty much end right there. That's like the first super villain move of Obadiah Stane in this movie. Yeah, just revealing like, yeah, I'm not that great a guy. And he also (laughs) said, Tony also told her that he didn't approve any shipment, but she's obviously been investigating. And she said, well, your company did. So this isn't, this is like, there's a paper trail from the company to them, not someone bought it and then they decided to flip it somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty messed up. I want to, I want to ask your opinion on something because I've watched that you've watched this movie once. This is your second time watching it. Mm -hmm. But I've watched it way too many times. Not way too many times, but many more times, and I never thought about this. But he feels under attack or in danger as she's approaching, and his guess for her name is Carrie. Uh huh. Do you think that's intentional to the horror movie Stephen King story? <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, ooh, ooh good. Oh, 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 I know it's a C. So I'm threatened, Carrie. <laughs> it's 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 too broad to say for sure, but maybe I would could love be. Him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she also said something in the beginning. <laughs> he after she says Christine, he's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> And she tells him, you have a lot of nerve showing up. Can I at least get a reaction? He says, panic. I'd say panic. is. Oh, wait, no, he doesn't say it. Let me listen to this because it's different from the subtitles. Panic. I would say panic is my reaction. Mm -hmm. And then she goes into uh, his latest atrocity, (laughs) which he misinterprets to mean the fireman's family fund or the, the fundraiser for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's he just goes from being in Tony Stark world. I'm going to crash my own party mode, and then all of a sudden reality hits him with like cold water, like once again. Yeah. So, and just to go through the different pictures, the first one is kind of a more general shits not great in Golmira picture well, with a dead horse and stuff. But then in the next one, he saw the guy who I believe drowned him a bit, like second in command with Stark Industries stuff, a Stark Industries, a closer photo. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they, they don't give a shit about the photographer. Right. Like, I mean, but literally like they're, they're walking right towards them and they get a pretty good shot. And then he sees they have a Jericho missile. Right. And then You're, you said you were I was wondering. going to say, uh, I wonder if Tony's just going to straight up and tell him these people kidnapped me. These exact people, these exact people kidnapped me. Yeah. Like, uh, hello, uh, can we please stop? You know, can we detonate them remotely? Can we do that? You yeah. know, like, but. And then one other detail I want to say that Obadiah Stane no longer has his potential priest thing. Sure. That I said may have been him having a God complex. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have it. Like, where, where is it? Like, he, he first tells the photographer, hey, can we, do you mind? Do you mind? I'm being called out for being a supervillain. Right. But he doesn't have that piece of cloth. And if it was, I mean, it really would have to come from the horse's mouth if that was intentional at all to evoke priest imagery, mm-hmm. like I had guessed. But if it was intentional, him having it taken away when Tony has seen that he's not as good a person... Mm-hmm. Or as holy as he perceived. Could be an interesting costuming choice. It could be. 
Yeah. It also makes clear when he was being asked earlier and he was like, hey, weapons manufacturing is not all that we do. We also do all this other stuff. He was he was being asked about the latest atrocities, too. And so he was doing. Was he? It um, it didn't say what I am inferring that he must have been being asked about the latest atrocities. Like, hey, we don't just manufacture weapons. We also do a bunch of other stuff, you know? Gotcha. I took that as him maybe responding to a weapons company that doesn't make weapons. (laughs) (laughs) How's that? Right, right. Um, But that was my guess. Yeah. Because, like, more damage control. I have to guess that the Stark double dealing thing has just been discovered by Christine yesterday. Otherwise. Or by her news firm or whatever. Yeah, like a photographer over there. Yeah. Because otherwise, this ball wouldn't be, say, in Tony Stark. It would be completely different. Or, you know, there'd be... (sighs) Right. Yeah, there'd be a shit show. And mm-hmm. the news, and, and that's why she was and stuff, right? And that's why she was saying, uh, "You have a lot of nerve." And he's just like, "What are you talking about?" And how it looks is that he's just dancing along at his ball while that village is being destroyed. Yeah, and dude, I just realized that maybe if Tony Stark didn't say "I am Iron Man" at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. he could have been arrested for treason. She has evidence that. Uh, you know, in a paper trail yeah. that his company has sent weapons over to the enemy. Mm-hmm. But between now and then, we have footage of Iron Man coming in and blowing all that shit up. Mm-hmm. So really, if she had like she was still sitting down at the conference and like looking at him mm-hmm. and it like from here to the end of the movie, it's not that big of a span of time. So you might not be able to make that much leeway in terms of like actually charging him as a traitor. Mm-hmm. But if he didn't say that, he may have actually been charged with treason. And then what's his defense? No, no, no I'm not, because I'm Iron Man. <laughs> like, I didn't think about that. I suppose. If- I mean, you know, normally these things just get tied up or not talked about because it's a movie and they don't well, care that much. Uh, to be perfectly honest, the, the will and want to arrest him has to be there from someone either in the police force or from the federal government. Oh, I'm totally and, saying that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like from then to the from here to the end of the movie. You know, getting all the information for like a hit piece article that actually exposes everything would take longer. And then there might be public outcry until then the government would be forced to move, you know, since he is mm-hmm. so rich. Right. Um, but that just got me really excited that like there's actually a logical explanation for why he's literally on Capitol Hill mm-hmm. saying, yes, I'm Iron Man and you've had six months of world peace. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You, know? <laughs> you see, I don't recall that part, but OK. That's, oh, that's an Iron Man, too. Sure. OK. Yeah. But um, wow, I never thought of that because, I mean, if there's a shipment, someone's got to pay and he, they could literally be like, yeah, remember that random plane that accidentally went down while Obadiah State was vacationing, which was the cover up explanation. Mm-hmm. And also S.H.I.E.L.D. could help him not get tr- tried for treason. Right. Anything else for this minute? That's all I got. But that got me really excited. <laughs> um, follow along the minutes on Instagram at I love you 3000 minutes. I'm Richard. I'm Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast.